Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight. Can you hear us? Ah, oh, wait a Jeremy? second. I... Signs of life. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you very low, though. Can you hear me? Now I don't hear you. Testing one, two, three. Wow. Hello. Ooh, I hear you now, clear. Oh, you do? Yeah. You hear me? Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, nice. Uh, yes, this is... Uh, so what's the rant, what's the rant for the week? Analysts? Wait, what's that, what? sir? What's That's the rant? That's what I asked. Oh, the rant. Yeah, well, I'm just introducing ourselves, dude. Cisco and Falzon Hour, sponsored by Students for a Better Future, 5013C. My rant of the day is, listen, the media has lied to us 100% of the time since Donald Trump entered the scene. Uh, They've zero credibility. So with regards to Putin, we really don't know what the hell is going on. But I will tell you what this 
wise old uh, political junkie believes what's going on. And this is, they have it in for Putin. They being our, the, uh, you know, new home of uh, Marxism, Washington, D.C., they have it in for Putin because Putin isn't woke. You know, you can't have gay marriage. Although they don't throw gays off the roof like in Iran. Now, wouldn't it be nice if they had it in for Iran? But they, but just today, Putin came out. Now I'm going to paraphrase, and he says what he's paraphrasing. The West problem is they're anti-religion and anti-family. So, uh, so. Uh, who has a problem with that? Problem I know I don't. I know now, I don't. True, Putin invaded Ukraine. But you also know this. Now, I've heard now twice, two times, Ukraine and Russia were ready to sign the treaty, as, and all Ukraine had to do was guarantee they wouldn't join NATO. Twice. Once the United States, once the United Kingdom. Both of them told Ukraine, oh, no, you can't sign that treaty. So all this crap went on now, this destruction, this death, now, and the economic misery. And plus, we have our green idiots, you know, the, the, the ideologues. It's, and the thing is, because Putin isn't woke, because Putin isn't, you know, hip to the jive, you know, doesn't fall in with the climate change crowd either. They have it in for him. Now, to show you yeah. how effed up they are, they have no problem risking global nuclear annihilation, but they want it, they want regime change. So, but thermonuclear uh, catastrophe, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, they're willing to risk that. Now, definitely, does this definitely. show you what these people think of you? They're willing to watch everyone fry or starve to death shortly thereafter. That's my rant of the day. Definitely. We've got to go right into our guests, our two guests, uh, Gregory Stenstrom. Hello? Hello. Hi. Yes. Hi, how are you? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. We, we had a couple of uh, intermittent uh, technical issues, but we got them fixed. And no, okay, we, no worries. We're, we're so happy to have you and Greg uh, on the show tonight. Uh, authors of Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, and read that book. The unequivocally proven proves how the 2020 election was stolen in Pennsylvania. Welcome. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to, uh, to be on the program. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to cover. We have the uh, midterm elections coming coming up in, in, in sorry coming up in in, in a couple of uh, weeks, and we're looking forward to uh, hopefully hopefully not the type of uh, elections that we had in 2020. What's your take on it? So I guess I'll start. Um, <laughs> well, <clears throat> I hate to bust everybody's bubble, but um, we are not going to have the the red wave that. Um, that we think that we're going to have. Uh, nothing has really, not much has changed here in Pennsylvania. Actually, nothing has changed uh, since the 2020 election. Nobody's been held accountable. Um, in these 
you know, these kinds of things take a long time for people to be held accountable. You know, obviously people have due process. We have to go to court and, um, and people have to be put in jail for the crimes that they committed. And uh, we haven't had that yet. So there's really no reason why they wouldn't do exactly what they did in the 2020 election. We know that they did it here in Delaware County in 2021 and uh, the most recent primary. Um, you know, the good thing is that there's more and more people that are involved as poll watchers and poll workers and are able to, um, you know, understand what it is that they're doing. But I, I, we're not, we're not going to have. And even if we do have a red wave, I, I'm sorry, it's not, this is not what's going to save America. Right. Um, I, I, you know, again, hate to bust the bubble, but I'm just, I'm, I'm a realist. Right, and I, and I, and I agree with you totally that it, it appears to me that not enough has been done in the last two years to really make a significant change in the whole election process. Correct. That's exactly how we say it. You know what? Yeah. Cisco, it sounds like our guest has no faith in a GOP opposition, if, even if they <laughs> secure the House, which they should do. But uh, <laughs> <Do you pay? laughs> Well, I, I think, uh, Leah, you, you, you brought up a, a, an interesting point in regards to Delaware County. Uh, the, the conservative base in, in Pennsylvania, has that changed? Because I know the urban areas like Philadelphia, Harrisburg, that part, I don't, I don't foresee a change in how elections are, are run. They're going to continue to cheat. But how about in the more conservative Republican areas? Well, the funny part is that uh, Delaware County, which is the fifth largest county in Pennsylvania, was Republican for 150 years up until um, you know, the 2019 election when they installed our district attorney who's bought and paid for by George Soros. Mm-hmm. So that was totally planned. And then not to mention that we have a bunch of never-Trumpers that run our county GOP and they're actually uh, they're just as bad as the uh, as the Marxists that have infiltrated our county. Um, and the sad part of it is that you know these these two corporate bodies, which is the DNC and the RNC, which is all they do is make money and they and they install the people that they want, and they don't represent the citizenry. And in the meantime, they cause a polarization between the two parties, and they divide people. And it's divide and, and conquer, and then they, they put in the people that they want anyway. And in Delaware County, it flipped to uh, to Marxists. So I don't even call them Democrats. They're, they're just Marxists. And right. they put in a, a county council that were heavily uh, involved in activism, and they are progressives, and they installed people in, into these positions in preparation for the 2020 election. And one of the people from the county council, her name is Christine Ruther, she uh, she's the one that brought in the CTCL money, which is the Zuckerbucks. We got two point one million dollars in Delaware County, and then we had forty six percent of the state's drop boxes. And then, not to mention, we had the voting centers, and then we centralized our our counting center where they count the votes, where they could hide everything. And we talk about this in the book. Mm-hmm. And then she, she also brought in volunteers, thousands of them, from a group that's called Indivisible. And I'm sure you guys have these groups, and, and Indivisible is actually a national um, a national group that hates Trump. So these people were working from outside of our county, and they were uh, they were from outside of our county. They were working inside, counting the votes. Mm. 
so this was all prepared, well prepared, and has been. And I mean, good God, they've been wanting to centralize our voting since uh, Bush. Actually, he's another he's another turd that uh, you you can just add to the list. You got Bush, you got the Clintons, you got Obama, and now you've right. got. Now you've got you know the the demented moron in in the uh, sitting in the White House. Actually, he's not <laughs> even in the White House. He's in Delaware somewhere. <laughs> I like the way you you you, you put that, uh, Leah. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to say I could fully understand what she's talking about. How the Republicans are acting in Pennsylvania, because you know I'm a uh, a old Tea Party veteran, and our worst enemy here in New Jersey was the uh, New Jersey GOP. Uh, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I, even wrote a well-published, I even wrote a well-published article, uh, Obama's New Battalion, the New Jersey GOP. It, you know, as a matter of fact, in one campaign, we were knocking the snot out of them so bad, they wrote a letter to the NAACP asking for help in combating us. I mean, that's how low they stood. Of course, the NAACP just ignored them. But uh, that's what's going on in New Jersey. Oh yeah, my, my parents live in New Jersey, so I'm, I, I keep I keep tabs on New Jersey, um, and and have been for for quite a while there. And uh, I mean, Murphy did not win that last election. We all know that. Right. Did, did right. you see that trucker that beat Sweeney? The, what's amazing about that is the last election cycle, the U.S. our New Jersey you know, Marxist Teachers Union spent five million dollars trying to beat Sweeney, and they lost. And then this trucker guy That's comes beautiful. along, you know, and spends uh, you know four dollars and eighty four cents and beats them. It was lovely, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> they didn't see him as a threat. That's why. <laughs> yeah, the so, speaker. I mean, you're talking the speaker of the house lost to an unknown. It was the speaker it. of our house and our legislature. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. So, so Leah, Leah, I, I, is that the reason why Fetterman is really? I mean, according to the reports, I mean, not that I have so much confidence in Doctor Oz because he he he. He leans to the to to the left. <laughs> he leans to the left. But is mm-hmm. that the reason Fetterman? I mean, according to the latest polls, Fetterman is is his campaign is supposedly is collapsing. You're yeah, well, you're uh, you're, oh you're, in that, you're in that area. I mean, you're in in, in PA. Uh, is that an honest observation of what's going on? Well, first and foremost, these are the same polls that said that Hillary Clinton was going to win. So that that's the that's the first problem. I don't pay attention to polls. I really don't, um, because at the end of the day, uh, it's you know it, it really is who who runs the better campaign and who can steal the vote. So um, you know, it, again, once again, it's like you have Dr. Oz, who I'm not a fan of, mm-hmm. um, and then you have Fetter Fetterneck, who um, you know who clearly has uh, issues uh, medically. Um, he is the very definition of what the the left wing calls white privilege. Um, <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, he lived in yeah. his parents' basement yeah, exactly. and was subsidized until he was 46 years old. Came in, uh, became a mayor of some podunk town in at Braddock, uh, uh, which was completely. I mean, uh, they had they were already a pretty uh, a low income 
area and he trashed it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the man is, and he's a raging progressive. I mean, he is, he is a the the, the very definition of a communist, and yeah. he wants to release criminals into, uh, you know, into the uh, into Pennsylvania, and you know, he just wants to, he's going to run the state of Pennsylvania and 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 the same way he ran Braddock. I mean, the, the guy's a loser. He is he is an A one loser. And 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 you think that, I mean. We know the aspect of them cheating, but in, in in reality, the the folks in Pennsylvania are they going to fall for this guy or, or what? Are they falling um, for? It? Well, it, of course they are because that that's what they do. It's all about feelings. And I got to tell you, if you want to understand your enemy, you have to read about your enemy. And Greg and I, you know, we we know Alinsky's rules, and many times I use mm-hmm. their rules mm-hmm. against them. Right. So. You know, instead of falling down the, the, the path of, like, trying to be a rational human being, I just use their own words against them. And I'll give, you, I'll give you a for instance, right? So when I talk about the white privilege part, right, about Fetterman, instead of talking about, you know, Oz, I just talk about white privilege and, and Fetterman. I'm like, well, don't you guys hate white privilege? I'm like, well, okay. Well, isn't he the very definition of white privilege? Like, mm-hmm. no, he was subsidized by his parents. Isn't that what you hate? And then they just look at you and they're like, they have no, they have nothing to say. You neutralize your enemy by using their own words against them. Right. And I do it, I do it repeatedly. I don't, I don't argue with these people. I just, I just use their words constantly. I mean, you could yeah. use Obama's words, right? Elections have consequences. Isn't that what Obama said? Right. How about and, Joe and, Biden and he, yeah. saying? Uh, how about Joe Biden saying we have in place the most extensive voter fraud operation in history? I mean, the idiot admitted it. The idiot admitted that too. You know, like he he admitted bribing the uh, Ukrainians over the, the uh, prosecutor and the billion dollar grant. Oh yeah. Or that's that, and, and, that's what happens when you have dementia. <laughs> now, yeah, but still, I, I know charges, that. I, you know, uh, it, if, 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 if it was someone on Donald Trump's okay. staff, forget it. They'd have the Fourth Marine Division, you know, surrounding and invading their home to take them away in shackles. What the things okay. that Biden's done. So, Leah, in regards to the um, the election, the Senate, because we got the Senate and we also have the governorship. Mastriani, Mastriani running for a governor. Uh, and, and 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 you know Tom, uh, what's his name Wolf? Mm. Uh, yeah, he, he. I mean, he's been uh, horrible. He was horrible during COVID. Another communist. You know. uh, yeah, and then you know Mitz uh, Levine, who got promoted. Uh, I mean, that whole Richard. Administra- yeah, the what's her name Levine, who was the. Uh, oh, it's Richard. It's Richard Levine. I don't. I Richard, don't recognize. Richard. I don't recognize Richard oh, as Richard Rachel. Jensen. Richard is Richard. Richard yeah. Levine, that's the name. That's the name. Mm-hmm. And and you know, he he created all all those individuals who died, seniors who died in the hospital, mm-hmm. and then and then you know Richard, you know, he took out his mother and put her in in a, in a different place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly, exactly. Do, do people in hold on? Do people in Pennsylvania have a short memory uh, on what he did? They do. Are they, they do. Okay. They do, and, and the problem the problem here is that um, uh, people do have a show. Uh, listen, people don't even 
when, when I talk to, to people, people are so obsessed with what's happening on the national level that they forget that, they're, that they have the most power on the local level, okay, and they forget what's happening in their own backyards. That's where we take back the, the power is you, you stick to what you stick to your lane, okay, you stick to what you can control, and you stick to the things that you are able to get yourself involved in. And, you know, these people just, they, they get rolled into all of these national issues and, and all of these news stories, and then, poof, it's like the next thing happens, and then the next thing, and then people just forget. I'm like, hello, just two years ago, mm-hmm. okay, there were, I mean, Pennsylvania had some of the highest deaths in nursing homes. It was mm-hmm. disgusting. It was it was murder. They murdered those people in those nursing homes. They were stuck in those nursing homes. They released criminals. Let's not forget that. They released people from prison, okay, and these old, vulnerable people, which they said that they were supposed to be protecting, were murdered. Let's call it for what it is. And Josh Shapiro is responsible Mm -hmm. for that. So if Mastriano wins, he better hold his promise by saying that he is going to make sure that Wolf and Shapiro are held responsible for the deaths of those people. Definitely. Shapiro, Wolf, and and Richard Levine are all responsible for the deaths Mm -hmm. of of those seniors. Now, in regards, I, I remember seeing Greg on TV during the uh, where Mastriani had the the, the the hearings. How, what what came about from there? I thought there was going to be new laws uh, implemented. Where did that go? I mean, a new... <laughs> we were both there. We were both at, uh, at Gettysburg, and actually, yeah. I was I was invited through an email uh, through Mastriano's. Uh, uh, group and I mm-hmm. said that I, I, you know, I said flat out, I said I'm not going without Greg, and uh, Greg's testimony was, um, it was actually mm-hmm. reposted by President Trump when he was talking yes. about the the missing 47 USB sticks, and it was viewed millions and millions of times. But um, what happened was, uh, first of all, we were never sworn in, so uh, that left us that left us completely vulnerable. So the the, the heroes of that day were the witnesses that that were there and the people that came forward and had actual evidence, which is, it's an affidavit, uh, which we swore under a penalty of perjury. So we went there with affidavits. So we went there with evidence and we put our necks on the line to talk about actual fraud. And what happened with that? Well, it, you know, I, the, the whole panel was uh, all the senators that voted for Act 77 that mm-hmm. gave Pennsylvania the mail-in ballots. So what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. That's wow. what happened. I thought from that, that was, I mean, I, I watched all, 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 I mean, the, the whole thing from beginning to end. And it appeared to me that Mastrioni and, and the Republicans were going to do something. So at the end, you're telling us, telling our audience that nothing was done. Nothing was accomplished. Uh, no, I mean, it, it brought it. Listen, I will say the, the great part that came from all of that, and I, I, I want to be positive about this, um, is that it brought light to the to the fraud and to what was going on and that people were 
uh, coming forward. So that was the positive of all of it. You know, I mean, Giuliani, you know, he, he was at the forefront mm-hmm. and, and Jenna Ellis, and they went all across to all the swing states. And, you know, I mean, there was, that was a very big moment in, in history. I mean, it was, it was a big moment, yes, but it was. the sad, did, the sad did, part did, of it. Wait. Did you oh, see it on. just oh, came oh, out oh, today? Wait, it just came out today oh, that the FBI was spying on Giuliani's cloud since 2019. So everything Giuliani was doing, the FBI was uh, aware of. Oh, they've been spying on everything. us. Does anyone remember Edward Snowden? I mean, he worked for yeah. uh, Booz Allen. Yeah. 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 I mean, he he brought that forward. He brought that forward a long time ago. They've been they've been uh you know, spying on us for a long time and haven't stopped. Is Greg actually on the phone call? I, I have I I haven't heard oh, him. I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought he who was with you. Oh, give me one. Let me. Uh, <laughs> no, he's I not. Because he, 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 yeah, he, he put your number. Yeah, he put oh, your. Oh, okay. He put your no, number. No, no, no. Let me he, uh, let me make he, sure. He put your number. So I assume that to call that number. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I could always just merge him in. But uh, uh, but no, I mean Edward Snowden. The funny part is, uh, it's not funny. I think it's purposeful. But Putin made him a citizen. He gave right. him yeah, yeah, he gave him citizenship, that. and I think that was the big middle finger to Obama. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let me see. Two five four six five four. Do you have a question for uh, Leah and Greg? Uh, not yet. Okay. So, uh, when when did that book? Because I love the title, "Parallel Election: A Blueprint for Deception." Uh, for deception. When did you uh, and Greg come up with uh, to write that book? Right after the the election, or uh, no? Coming? We actually we wrote it. We we wrote it during um, the the whole time. We wrote it. I mean, it was it was originally. Uh, Oh my goodness! It was originally 800 pages, um, and we had to, um, you know, we had to break it down to, to 428 actually. And I mean, this is two and a half years of, you know, of information, investigations, uh, you know, witnesses, whistleblowers. Um, I mean, you name it. All, all the information that that we had collected and other people had collected, and we you know, collaborated on. And I mean, it, it is in, it is ridiculous. The amount of evidence that we have and we've made multiple copies of, believe me, it's been, they've been, cause I know they're listening. They always yeah, listen in. Um, I mean, it's been disseminated in, into many, many places. So, um, you know, we've been, we are, we're ready to go on a witness stand. We've been wanting to go into the courts. We're the only people that want to get on a witness stand and talk about what we know. So right. uh, the courts have been suppressing it, and that's why we wrote the book, is to throw it right in their face. Right, and, and, and one of the things that has come about uh, from the dement, demented uh, individual, without naming his name, and where he resides, which is basically nowhere, is that anyone who basically objects or considers the 2020 election is considered to be an extremist. A, and someone, a terrorist, yes. And a terrorist, yes. 
what's your take on, on, on that? We've never, in my lifetime, I've never experienced or heard of a, a U.S. president say that. Well, that's because he deals with China, and as we know, and more, than, more and more that comes out from Hunter Biden's laptop is that he was dealing with China, um, so obviously the dude's a traitor, um, and, and that there's blatant evidence, and what they're trying to do is cover up his crimes, and he's using law enforcement, which is, which is you know, their leadership right now. I'm not, I don't think for one second that everybody in law enforcement is a traitor to their country or that they're a brown shirt. You know, I don't think that at all. You don't go into law enforcement being like, hey, how can I be a traitor or how can I be right. a bad guy? You know, there are people, there are more and more whistleblowers coming forward. But, there, I mean, this is this is just history repeating itself. You know, people have, have, have been living in bliss, okay, very, you know, in, in America. You're a privileged person, if, if you, anyone, to live in America. And we've been living with our head in the sand thinking that communism and Marxism would never come here, okay? And it's here. And now you are watching history repeat itself, okay? You have Mao, right, and his communism, read Uh about Mao. You've got Stalin, communism, read about Stalin, okay? I could give you plenty of communists and Marxists that have used these tactics, okay, for long before, you know, Biden started doing this stuff, Obama, look at Obama, for God's sakes. He, he mm-hmm. weaponized the IRS. Are you kidding me? Like, the, the Patriot Act that was brought in by Bush. Right. I mean, uh, th- there's plenty of times where U.S. presidents have, have brought these communist tactics in, into our country and have violated our constitutional rights. You have people sitting in a prison from January 6th who committed misdemeanors. Okay, who are in solitary confinement that no one talks about. These are gulags. Okay, these are political prisoners, and no one's talking about them. These are people that are being mistreated in the United States of America who have no constitutional rights. None. And and no one, no one, very or very few politicians especially in the GOP, are actually defending them. They're cowards. That's why. They're cowards. They're spineless, corrupt cowards. And I've said it to their face. I am a committee woman in the Republican Party in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, and I shook my county GOP chairman's hand and told him he is a coward, never Trumper, a part of the Uniparty, and he makes me sick. So that's how you have to speak to people. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Listen, this is is how we have to talk to these people. They sold us out. They sold us out. Definitely. Uh, uh, You know what? I'm known for that. I'm known for addressing the politicos in in public, you know, in front of hundreds of people and arousing the crowd. I've done that multiple, multiple times. I love that. What's the best thing about it? is the fear you see in their eyes when uh, the situation <laughs> becomes unglued. I just, you, you can see it. You could smell it. And it, it, it it's it's uh, almost orgasmic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, I mean, I mean, that's just how, listen, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Okay. I, I have the fear of, of, you know, the fear of God. In, okay. Uh, Ephesians six thirteen. Okay, I put on the armor every single day. 
okay? I am ready for the battle that we are uh, that we are in. We're in a spiritual battle. This is good and evil. This is not politics. This is good versus evil. Okay? This is the oppressor and the oppressed. And that yeah. applies to all of us. And for anyone that thinks, okay, at this point in time that they're not going to be eating out of the same dumpster as I am, like they're doing over in Venezuela, who used to be the fourth largest economy yeah. in the world until Obama took it out, we're yep. there. We are there. Yeah, especially especially, especially if, if they retain the house and they retain, uh, that's it. Um, we're done. We're done as a, as a country. Uh, where could we um, get your book, uh, your book, um, and Greg, uh, you know, book that you guys are uh, have written? So you can find it at www.parallelelection.com. You can also get it on Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon. And you can also find it um, www.patriot.online, which uh, Greg is the co-founder of. Um, It is a um, a private um, social media ecosystem, and uh, we have a documentary coming out in 2023. We are working with uh, director Kevin Jackson, and it is the follow-up to 2,000 Mules. It is called Beyond the Mules. Oh, yes. I I love 2,000 Mules by Dinesh, the saucer. Um, You know, um, I wanted to see if – I wanted to ask, Greg, a question in regards to when he was sitting in front of the panel. Is Greg available? Uh, actually, are you guys able to, to – am I, can I call him? I hate to do this live, but can oh, I call okay. him? Oh, I can call him. I can call him. I can, I can give him a call. Uh, I just – he put uh, your number down, so I, I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to call that number. But I'll give I'll give him a call and, and and see right now. But in the meantime, Good. okay, um, yeah, you do that. I, I want to ask the guest a question. I wanted to ask our guest. Do you know a gentleman named Daryl Brooks from Philadelphia? He was a poll. Yes, watcher. I do. Great. Okay. So all right, I just want I do. I was going to hook you. I was going to hook you up if you didn't. Okay. Good show. Yeah, he has his own book out too. But I I won't. Uh, you know, right Greg? on your parade. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I must apologize. When you put down the number, I just called that number. I thought you were there. Oh, that you, was Do you want me to merge her in? Oh, no, I, no, I'm I, here. I'm no, here. We're, we're all merged now in. So uh, we're having a great, I mean, this is so fulfilling listening to what has happened in Pennsylvania. I love PA. I mean, um but Greg, I, I I mentioned to Leah right now. I had a question. How how intense was it? Because I, I I was watching you, and I was watching the the uh, the whole process with Mastriani as a chairperson. What was the feeling in that room when they were basically when you came out and said about the uh, forty seven USB drives? Oh, I think they've just about. I can say crap on the radio, right? I think there's about you, crap. You, 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 you can say anything that block talk the radio. I think there's just about all crap their pants. It, it, <laughs> is, it is not what they were expecting. They were, I think, uh, I don't know, I didn't hear the beginning, but they were expecting, you know, 30-some-odd witnesses to say they didn't see anything and then be able to wash their hands of it. And then, you know, Leah got up and, 
spoke of her evidence, and I came out and punched him in the head, and then Phil Waldron came out after me, and the cameras just folded up and went home. They didn't get what they wanted. They were texting each other. If you look at the video of it, you can see them texting mm-hmm. each other, looking back and forth. They were, oh, yeah. They were crapping their pants. Yes, yes, and, and I and I and I think that that was that was such a crucial moment, and I and I remember it so vividly because you were so you came across in such a way. I mean that anyone who really was really observant can see that you meant business when you were talking. Thank you for that. It's, it's my profession. Yeah. So definitely, I, definitely, my profession. Well. Uh, one of the other things that, that I wanted to touch on is in regards to this this whole thing that the Democrats uh, Pelosi just came out and said that she's not worried we're gonna we're gonna win the the, the, the House we're gonna get more mm-hmm. seats and this and that in in your observation Greg Leah do you see that that they already know that they don't have to worry about it everything is is in they're going to, you know, it's going to be another 2020. Do you want me to take that one, Leah? Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, absolutely. They have, they have no concerns. Um, you know, they put, they've got uh, Biden, who's definitely in end stage dementia, wandering around, shaking the hands. I think, you know, I guess yesterday, you know, yesterday he was Puerto Rican or the day before. The day before it was something else. And, um, <laughs> he's, he's in there for a reason. He's a, he's a criminal, long-term criminal. Uh, yeah. He's an illegitimate president. Uh, Kamala Harris is, is is easily the dumbest president, and that says a lot because actually, like, like Dan Quayle, but uh, I mean, at least he could. He, at least he got the first pot of potato right. <laughs> That's and, right. Um, so I think it's 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 pretty obvious these two people are in there. Um, they're, they're there to demoralize us. They're ob- obviously not running things. They're they're wandering around, you know, like toddlers. So I think that uh, at this point, the narrative of the safest and most secure election ever—that's they, they're laughing at us. They think this is hilarious. They've 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 blocked us all over the country. They committed fraud again in May 2022, uh-huh. uh, right here, and, and it was it was plain in Allegheny County. Uh, Leah, did you already cover that with Allegheny? Or? No, I did. T- I talked about Delaware a little bit about Delaware County, so, how they cheated again in 2022. So yep. let me just use Allegheny as an example. Allegheny, for your listeners, is in uh, Pittsburgh. It's in yep. uh, the midwestern part of the state. Uh, it's big. Pittsburgh's a big city. Um, so in midterm elections, 2022 midterms. You get about 20 to 25 percent of people show up to vote. It's not like a general election year where you get 60, you know, 60 percent turnouts. You get 20 to 25 in a midterm. So at the end of the election day, uh, with multiple uh, races up in the air, they said, hey, we've lost 31 V drives we can't find. And there's there's an indeterminate amount of mail-in ballots that we can't find. Well, three days later, they found and they counted them all. And 109% of registered voters in Allegheny uh, County, quote unquote, voted. They didn't vote. The votes were cast for them, and they changed the entire election with the cooperation of the two parties. You know, the DNC, we call them the Uniparty, the DNC and the GOP, mm-hmm. corporate Uniparty. They all, you know, whatever happened in back rooms, whatever hands they shook, they decided the outcome of that election unilaterally. So they've already done it in May. They're laughing at us. Anybody who thinks that they're not going to do this in November, I mean, in the May 2022 election, 
Shapiro, who ran uncontested, gets 500,000 mail-in ballots. Uncontested, there's no reason to even send them in. Fetterman, okay, he gets 300,000 mail-in ballots. The next closest was Del Rosso, who ran for lieutenant governor on the Mm -hmm. Republican ticket. No one ever even heard of her. I mean, literally, people went, who? This, this This is a woman who didn't even campaign. She never left her house, never left her county. And she had 41,000 mail-in ballots. So anyone who thinks that, that they're not going to put in as many ballots as they need, I can tell you right now in November, you know, my prediction is, and it's, it's a pretty bold move to predict, you know, especially you know, because you can be wrong, but my prediction is that uh, Shapiro will, will be put in, he'll be installed, and they'll install Fetterman, and um, they'll just, they're just going to put in whoever they want, at least in right. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes. So at this point, the House and the Senate, a lot of the pro-American, America First candidates, the GOP has stopped funding them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the funders, the billionaires, uh, GOP billionaire funders, they stopped funding them. And a lot of them are taking a hit because of that. Do you see that this is, this is being done intentionally, of course, right? Oh, absolutely. The, I had talked about, I've talked about this plenty of times um, in, in interviews. And uh, since 2020, we were screaming that the RNC came in. First of all, they ran out of money even before the November 3rd election. Um, I mean, they were spending money like friggin' crazy, like morons, in, um, instead of spending it on the things that actually mattered. And of course, that was intentional. But you know, they 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 collected millions of dollars for election integrity and never spent a dime. I mean, I don't understand how people are not suing the RNC for their money back. Right. I mean, you can. Like, if you're a member of the RNC, by the way, if anyone's listening, if you'd like a big fat check, I would sue them to get your money back because they haven't done anything for election integrity. And I'm telling you in Philadelphia County and in Delaware County where they said the RNC said that they had their lawyers down there. Okay. That Trump was, Trump was forking out money and and whatever. Okay. Which is sad because they screwed them in the end. They were Mm -hmm. sitting on their hands and did nothing. We were told that they, that they had RNC lawyers in the counting center. Greg goes in there on the night of election. He said, there's two guys here that look like two turnips, okay, that had no idea what they were doing. None. No, absolutely nothing. We have another guy who we know, okay, that was working in Philadelphia County, and they said there was a room of hundreds of RNC lawyers that were literally sitting on their hands, drinking their drinks like, like nothing, while Greg and I are fighting to get into a back room. Wow. Okay, we're fighting. Okay, we're fighting with our lawyer that was sent to us by the Pennsylvania GOP. Okay, another turd. Okay, we call him Lip Sweat. All right, <laughs> he was he was fighting with us the night of election because uh, uh, you know he knew that eventually he was going to end up on the election board, which he did the very next year. It's wow. it, it, it is such blatant corruption and it's not like it's not like i can do anything about george soros or mark zuckerberg okay but i can pay attention to the schmo that they sent down to the counting center okay who's been involved in politics forever 
okay? Who's, who's screwing me like, and screwing other people, okay, and calls himself a Republican? These are the people that, that, are, that are screwing us. Okay. These are your neighbors. These are your people on, on county council. These are the people on utility boards. These are the people in your school boards, your tax collectors. These are the, the, the solicitors it on on these um on these councils. These are the people that, that are helping the Marxism come into this country because they're making backdoor deals. It's disgusting. There's a billion dollars at stake. In, in Delaware County, to give you an idea, there's there's almost, I think the budget is uh, close to $800 million. I said a billion, but it's about $800 million that they chop up. So that's, if, if anybody wonders what their motivations are, it's money. It's money. Now, now one, one of the interesting things that has been going on in social media and also in different um, alternative media uh, like ours, uh, it's basically that the Democrats are – looking at creating a false flag or, or creating, uh, you know, the, the, it's getting, they're intensifying their, uh, their attacks on, on Vladimir Putin and that they want a nuclear uh, war or they want a war so they, can ca- so, they, so they can cancel the election and then impose martial law. What is your take on that, uh, Leah and Greg? Well, uh, I, I, okay, good. Go ahead, Leah. I'll, 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 I'll give my, my, my quick little rundown here. The, the, what they want is violence. That's what they want. That's how they, that's how they legitimize their illegitimacy, okay? That uh-huh. gives them every reason to rush in, okay? And, and for, the, for the people that are listening, uh-huh. all right, and, and you're talking smack on the Internet and you're putting yourself out there and you, I hear these rumblings of civil war and knock it off. Like, shut up, first and foremost. You won't even go to a local, local county council meeting, okay? You line up and you go to your doctor's office with a freaking mask on your face, okay? You won't even, you comply with, with these tyrannical things and, and you think that you're going to puff your chest out and pretend like you're going to go and, 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 and run, what, to civil war? Stop it, okay? <laughs> First and foremost, if you want to pop your chest out about something, okay, first go to a school board meeting or an election board meeting, and then we can talk about some other stuff. But until then, until you're involved on a local level, please stop talking about this stuff and stop giving them a reason to want to come after even more. Like, they're trying to foment violence, the left, and Mm -hmm. that's what they need to solidify and legitimize the illegitimacy, but that's all I'm going to say. Got it. With regard, uh, with regard to some specifics in terms of, uh, there's a term of warfare. It's called cognitive warfare. It's not kinetic warfare. Kinetic warfare being, you know, bullets and bombs and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, but nevertheless, cognitive warfare is incredibly effective. And the cognitive warfare we're seeing is people call it uh, probably the most common one is cancel culture where you know you're a denier and you're can- you know you're canceled by Google you're com- like we're completely scrubbed from Google you can barely find us on Google and we've been we've been on I, I don't even know how many dozens of interviews we've written a book mm-hmm. um, we've got lawsuits and and you can't find us on the internet um, Facebook immediately deletes us uh, YouTube canceling people um, Instagram canceling people Twitter cancels the president of the United States the the, the audacity 
of, of these people. And then we have a thing called the fourth estate. The fourth estate is the press. Right. And the press is complicit in this. So it's left to grassroots efforts. We started a platform called uh, Patriot.online. It was part of our you know, overall strategy. We created our own social media platform. Right. But it's, it's incredibly hard. You've got, you've got your platform, and, and we've got these smaller platforms. And I think that um, these are very important uh, interviews because it, you know, we, we tell people about Patriot.online. Go there. It's a social media platform where you can say what you want to say. Uh, conservatives can say what they want to say. You know, leftists have Facebook and Twitter, and conservatives really don't have an outlet. So we have to take back or at least create our own ecosystem so that we can continue to have a voice and, um, and reclaim the fourth estate. No, you're right, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, promote it on on our website, uh, y- uh, your website. Um, definitely um, have a big push to to really expose like you're doing, because the the tech giants, along with the government, the current administration, and the globalists, are basically trying to really shut everyone who's actually telling the truth. Today, the truth is a lie, and the lie is the truth. So, um, but something that, that popped up, and, and I know I'm, bring, I'm bringing back what I just said in regards to uh, Biden and the West and NATO going after Putin and creating this, this whole scenario about canceling the elections. But Health Human Services just purchased a huge amount of drugs for use during a nuclear emergency. Oh God! What do you, what's your take on that? I mean, well, first I of all, another it's another part of the cognitive warfare. Okay, they're creating they're creating. We're not going to nuclear war. It's not going to happen. For anyone that I've ever talked to, and I, you know, I'm a I'm a Krav Maga instructor, and I I have been training with military for oh, forever. And let me tell you something. If you know anything about war and you understand about our defense, you know, in the United States of America, mm-hmm. we're not going, we're not going to nuclear war. So please, like, I, I would ask people to please stop talking about it. Okay. Uh, not, not you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not directing you. I'm just, I'm making a statement. We're not going to nuclear war with anyone. This is, they are creating a situation that is not going to happen. It's polarizing. Okay. It creates fear. It's the next pandemic. It's the next thing, you know, don't let a crisis go to waste. We right. are in Ukraine to money launder. That money is not going to Ukrainians. It's not at all. They've been money laundering in the Ukraine forever, starting with Obama, okay? So this whole fake war that they have going on, mm-hmm. whatever's going on in Russia and, and the Ukraine right now, that's between those two. Okay, no, and the only time that the Ameri- that the United States is supposed to be involved is if it's a NATO country. And the last time I checked, the Ukraine is not a part of NATO. So I thought the left hates war. I thought they hated Trump because he was going to start wars. That's right. Now you have Biden involving himself in a country that is not a NATO country, okay, sending billions of dollars to money launder, okay, that's what he's doing, not saving people, to be involved in the war. Right. 
And, and, and I absolutely agree with you totally on that. And, and, and the only reason I brought it up is because of this whole, this whole cancellation of the midterm election. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. hold on. We had the treaty with Ukraine. When the Soviet Union broke up, there were uh, ICBM installations, uh, other nuclear weapons in Ukrainian territory. They gave them up with a treaty with the United States that uh, we would come to their defense. And you don't hear anyone mm-hmm. mentioning that anymore. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I think Clinton did it. I think it was only Clinton, but it was when the Soviet Union broke up. But we signed the paper. You know, in one, in one hand, I understand what you're talking about, the laundering. Oh, damn well, yes. But uh, on the other hand, we're treating them like the, the uh, American Indians. You know, sign a treaty and ignore it. Sign a treaty and ignore it. Sign a yeah. treaty and ignore it. Violated. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, so you think that we're actually trying to follow a treaty and that we're just trying to be good humanitarians? Oh, no. no, because if we were following the treaty, if I yeah. have a treaty, I would have told Putin right up front that you can't invade them. We have a treaty with them. So even though they're Definitely. not part of NATO, uh, they're still under our umbrella. But of course, Biden Definitely. wouldn't do that because, like you say, he's not running the show. You know, the uh, Bolsheviks uh, in D.C. are calling the shots. Okay. Uh, six, five, four. Uh, you have a um, question for Leah and Greg. Um, do you think all this is a distraction uh, in, that this administration is creating to uh, destroy America as it's supposed to be? Absolutely. I think I think Biden, I think we're in the third term of Obama. And um, I, I could get into a whole rabbit hole of how Obama wanted to destroy the petrodollar um, and, and the reasons why we're sitting in the Ukraine um, is, to, is to get to Putin and his, his commodity is, is oil. Um, but, yes, absolutely. of course, this is a distraction. First of all, they're covering up their crimes in the Ukraine. Ukraine is the ninth uh, most corrupt country in the, in the world, uh, and they're trying to cover up. Uh, a lot of their, their their crimes and their money money laundering, and uh, you know it's like a look over here kind of thing, uh, you know, and don't pay attention to what's going on, you know, what they're really trying to do. Uh, so yes, one hundred percent, I think it's a distraction. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's just some reality too. It's a distraction, but also uh, this is Greg. I I'm yeah. uh, a U.S. Naval Academy graduate and um, a surface warfare officer. Uh, and I was a commanding officer and executive officer of Navy Special Operations and Special Warfare Units. And I have uh, 22 years uh, studying warfare in the military. And I mentioned earlier this cognitive warfare, and mm-hmm. that's, that's one aspect of warfare. But the other aspect of warfare is, is all warfare is one through logistics. If you look at what they're doing, and you are right, they're going after it. They're very, very specific about what they're targeting. They're blowing up and they're not making any bones about it. They're blowing up food distribution centers. Mm-hmm. That's going to cause food shortages. They are blowing up refineries. They are shutting down pipelines. They are administratively and legislatively. They, are, they blew up Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 mm-hmm. uh, in Europe. Uh, there's a projection right now, uh, and I, I can't quote the uh, source, but they're saying that up to 10 million people in Europe could freeze to death mm-hmm. this winter. Oh, yeah. Lack of fuel. And what what people what people have to see 
and Leah and I, you know, Leah just mentioned it earlier in terms of they need violence themselves to legitimize their illegitimate government. And what they're doing is they're fomenting that violence because right now everybody in the United States, uh, there's another thing called cognitive dissonance. The cognitive dissonance is people think they're going to get up tomorrow morning and there's going to be money when they go to their ATM. They think there's going to be fuel at the pumps and there's going to be groceries in the stores. Now, when that doesn't happen, people are going to panic. Right. And, and that's when they can, they can get an awful lot done in that moment of fear. And it goes back to, I'm sure Leah mentioned earlier in the interview about Saul Linsky's Rules for Radicals. Uh-huh. Uh, they're playing by a playbook, and this is their end game. Now, as long as we know it's their end game and we know they're really doing it, they've been doing it from the election booth, then we do have a chance to stop them. But the biggest thing is that people have to recognize that we are absolutely at war right now. And it's just, just it's not, there's different types of warfare. We're, it's not kinetic yet, but we're definitely at war. Definitely. Uh, we have only two minutes. Uh, again, a parallel election, a blueprint for deception. Um, where can we get it? And, and also, um, you have a, another website besides the social media one? Uh, right now, we have. Beyond, okay. We have Beyond, Beyond the Mules, which is the movie for the book. We have uh, right. www.patriot.online, which is a social media platform. Okay. And most importantly there, uh, there's donate button there. Okay. And what, we'd really, what we really need is people that, you know, if you want to fight, Leah and I and the people that we're working with, we're fighting. And if you donate we still have lawsuits. Us, yeah, we, we're, we're in a fight, and we're, and we're effective, and we're winning. So if you to go to that site and you click on donate, you can donate to the legal fund. You can donate to okay. uh, Patriot Online. You can donate to um, the Beyond the Mules movie, which is going to be, I think, will reach a wider audience because most people like movies rather than books. Right. And you can buy the book there. And then, again, you can buy the book at the parallelelection.com, parallelelection.com, and then Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble, and so forth. Well, that will definitely uh, be – Posting the website and the books and where, where to get the books. I think it's, you know, I admire no, the I courage that, you know, you and Leah uh, in regards to writing this book and I think exposing the corruption because, the corru- in my opinion, the corruption is out of control at this point. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, yes. It's, it is. Uh, it's disgusting. And it's, and it's our job as our job is the republic right your loyalty is to the as is you know to the republic it's not to the republican party it's it's to the republic and i I am as loyal to a a a politician as they are as loyal to my liberties and right now none of them are loyal to my constitutional rights so we have to take back this country as the republic definitely well i appreciate greg and, and leah for coming on tonight uh taking time and i'm glad i'm I'm very happy that uh, we were able to listen and hear the experience you had in the 2020 election that was stolen in Pennsylvania, and, and we'll keep uh, in touch. Thank you. Thank again. you so much. You've been great. All right. Have a, have a good evening. Thank you. All right, you too. All right. Uh, thank ne- you. Bye-bye. Bye. Next week, we'll have another exciting guest on the Cisco and Falzon Hour broadcast in politics. Good night. Good night. Uh, let me see. Nope, oh, that's Leah. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. <laughs>